Good morning, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mornings with Monette. I'm just so glad you're here. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. And if you're a loyal listener and you've been listening for a while, I'm just glad you're on this journey with me and that we're doing this together. And I hope you're taking these episodes and sharing them with your friends. The, my podcast has really taken off lately. It's exciting to have new listeners. Anyway, so I'm going to get right into this idea this morning. The idea is taking advantage of the season that we are in. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think a lot of us can fall into the trap of living in the past, where we, we go back in our thoughts and we keep rehashing the things that didn't turn out. Right? And we obviously can't go back and change any of those things, but in our thoughts, we go back and we just keep going round and round with those old ideas, disappointed that we didn't do certain things. Or maybe we fall in the other trap where we create this fantasy of how great our life was with people or situations, and we get stuck in that place, and we get stuck on reminiscing about the good old days, but we, st- we take a lot of our thoughts and we stay there and it keeps us from creating a great life right now. So, I listened to a, one of the best podcasts lately, the episode of um, Dan Sullivan. He's a strategic business coach and he had the best advice about thinking about our past, about our personal past. It's our recollection of what happened that we've already experienced. And he says if we really take the time to look at our past, we can use it for our benefit. We can look at it as research and development, R&D. We can pull from the past the skills that we developed and the lessons that we learned. I mean, even in the tough things that we went through. But we have the ability with our thinking brains to go back and pull forward the skills that we've developed, think about those, the lessons that we've learned, and all the other things, all the baggage, we can just leave it in the past, right? It was just lessons learned from things that happened. But we have control over what we want to bring into our present and make it what we want it to be, to be helpful for us, right? Because it's already done. And if we continually think about the past and getting stuck there, We're really trading our present moment for something that we really have no control over. And the weird thing is about our past, it's our past and it's probably distorted. I mean, we're making it up of what we can remember and we're either making up great stories about our past or we're dwelling on past failures. But if we actually use this to our benefit, we take our past and we pull from it skills that we have developed, that we now have, experiences that we can bring forward that will really be useful right now, and even the lessons learned from the past failures, and then we can just let all the rest of it just go, and we can use it to our advantage, right? Taking the lessons, good and bad, and bringing them forward. The skills and achievements that we have in our past, bringing those forward. All the other stuff, it's We can just leave it in the past. Excuse me. And again, the idea of this podcast is, are you taking advantage of the season you are in? Using our past to our benefit and not just hanging out there and staying there, I think is a useful idea. 
Because another trap I think we can fall into is living in the future. Like we have these thoughts, right? I want to call them fantasies. These ideas that we come up with. Like, okay, so I'm going to just give you a personal example. When I was in my 20s, I didn't get married till I was 30. So some t- about mid-20s to the, you know early, late 20s, I started getting caught up in the fact that a lot of my peers were getting married and having kids. And I started thinking I maybe I was less than. Like, I had, wasn't really in serious, serious relationships. I wasn't really talking about getting married. But it was something I really wanted, and I wanted to have children one day. But I spent a lot of time fantasizing, oh, I'll be happy when, I'll be more complete once I get married, right? I spent a lot of time, because I was comparing myself to my peers during that time, that I thought I will be complete when I'm married or when I'm a mom. But the time I spent thinking about all that, which I really had no control over, it was just really a fantasy. Looking back, the amount of time I spent there a lot of that was kind of wasted time as opposed to really enjoying the present. I wasn't necessarily taking advantage of the season that I was in. I can look back now and realize that I had tons of freedom. I had lots of options. I could do anything I wanted to do. I lived just really, it was about me, but I was kind of caught up in living in the future. So And I think no matter what age you are, you can do this. You get caught up in that that conversation with yourself. I'll be happy someday when, right? So we start thinking about if certain things were different, I would do this thing, right? The someday when syndrome, right? And some people, they've got such a big fantasy about their future, right? Like, let's just say they're thinking, oh, someday I'll write that book. And then they share all the reasons they can't write it right now because it's somewhere in the future. Or the fantasy of, I'll get healthy someday. And you kind of have some day marked out in the future. Let's say you're raising kids. And when the kids are all gone, I'll get healthy. Or we set up these ideas for a fantasy in the future. Like, I'll quit my job and start my own small business. And then you've got some fantasy out there in the future, right? Or... All of it. Like, I'll be happy with my spouse when the kids are gone, and then the kids are gone, and then we get caught up in the fantasy of, well, now that the kids are gone, and then you go back into the past and reminisce on how great it was having the kids, we do this to ourselves where we get maybe caught up in this fantasy, the scenario of the future, right? And we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it as well. But the someday win fantasy I think is such a distraction because we really don't have control over that future. But we do this in so many areas. For example, sometimes someone may be thinking, well, someday I'll join that Bible study and make those new friends. And then you have this set of circumstances that have to all be complete for you to do that. So really, it's it's not even a goal. It's more just this fantasy. Like some people, oh, when the pandemic hit... We quit going to church, and so someday we're going to return to church. But it's really just this fantasy idea in the future, right? So when you live in the future with your thoughts, you're really not being productive in your present day because what you're doing is you've got your thoughts so focused to the future that you're not living your best right now. I hope this is making sense because I do both. 
And it's such a distraction from living in the present day. And as simple as this sounds, we can get caught up in either thing. We can either get caught up in the past, we can get caught up in the future, but the only thing that we can actually be living in is the present, today. It's the moment-by-moment -moment decisions. It's either our actions or our inactions in living in this present day that makes our present reality. So what we are doing right now is actually our life. Where we are right now in our life, good, bad, everything that's happening, that's really all we have control over. So again, asking the question, are we taking advantage of the season that we're in? This, I want to give maybe another small illustration to, to drive this point home. I share this in different episodes that I play a lot of tennis and now it's the spring and so I'm definitely back on the tennis courts. I captain a, a tennis team. We're in a small competitive league locally and I saw, I'm showing up on the tennis court playing a lot of tennis and I will tell you the toughest part of playing a good tennis match is being fully present. As strange as that sounds, like you get out there and you work on your strokes and your serve and your, your net game and you have these skills that you've developed. But the toughest part about playing tennis, especially competitively, is staying in the present moment. Playing the ball that's coming right at you right now, trusting yourself that you have the correct shot because you've practiced it enough. But what happens, our brains are so busy. What can happen, it's easy to allow our brain to get stuck on the past shot. If we missed a, maybe a really easy shot, our brain has a tendency to keep reliving that shot in our brain and what we could have done different. And the next thing you know, you miss the next shot because your thoughts were in the past. So that's one trap you can fall into playing tennis. Not just watching the ball come at you and living right in the present moment, something you actually have control over as you hit the ball right then. Another trap that's easy to fall into is projecting into the future while you're playing tennis. Like let's say you get down a few points and you start thinking in the future, oh my gosh, if I lose the next point, I'm going to lose this match. And you, you get your head goes into the future and all the possibilities and then you miss the next shot because you were living in the future. So playing tennis actually teaches you how to live in the present. And it's tough. I think the mental part of tennis, playing in the present moment, the shot by shot, present moment experience, if you can master that in tennis, your tennis game improves immensely. And it's such an opportunity to practice living in the present moment doing what you can do, doing your best with the skills that you've practiced, and that allows you to win, a, win tennis games. So as simple as that may sound, that's the exact thing I'm talking about right now. And I've just read a book recently, because I, I share all the time I read books so I can get better at something, and it's called Zen Tennis, and it talks about improving your mental ability and playing in the present. I mean, it's the most incredible book, but it also applies to life. And I want to take this into the, back to what we were talking about. 
are you living, are you taking advantage of the season that you are in? Being in the present moment, doing our best, the task at hand. I mean, even for me, being married, giving my husband my full attention and being present when we're together is such a gift. Not having my brain go everywhere else, not get on my phone, but actually being present in that moment is all I really have control over. If the priority is that I really want to love my husband well, I need to live in the present moment, not live in the past or project in the future, but right then doing the things moment by moment to improve my marriage. So here are some action steps that I encourage you to take. Get out that journal, right? We all have these priorities in our life. And be honest with yourself. If you're spending your time, say that particular priority, if you're spending your time in the past, in the glory days, or rehashing past mistakes that you have no control over, or are you projecting in the future and have this perfect fantasy mapped out in your brain, and so you're actually not even living the experience right now in the present. Do that with each one of those priorities. Get really honest with yourself. And then figure out how to live in the present moment in those areas of your life. And then you'll see all this improvement. All right? So ask yourself the question, are you reliving the glory days? Or are you living in the fantasies of the future? Because when this happens, you are not living in the present moment. I know I'm driving this point home because as simple as it sounds, it's key to actually, one, enjoying our lives, and two, actually improving our lives because we're actually in the present moment doing the things that's going to improve that area of our lives. Okay, so changing your thoughts about this and really becoming aware of where you're living your life is because I truly believe that the joy of life is in the journey. But really, becoming aware, if you're living in the past or you're projecting these fantasies about the future, you're not fully appreciating and living in the present moment. And that's where the real joy can be felt. And that's all we really have control over. And that's where our joy will be, in our present moments. Okay, so if you were thinking of a friend that this idea could be helpful for, share my podcast with them. That's how my podcast grows. And again, like I shared, it's so exciting. It's been growing in, uh, audi- in the, with the audience lately. And I love that. I love helping more and more people with the ideas that I'm learning and applying in my life. And I share them on my podcast. And I run into a friend or somebody sends me a text and says, Oh, that particular episode, Monette, was just what I needed to hear. I hope that's happening for you. I appreciate you. I hope you've gone in and subscribed. My podcast comes out each and every Wednesday, and they're all about 15 minutes long, and they're all on different ideas and different thoughts and topics. And my biggest hope for you is that you're not just taking these ideas that you're and just listening to them in this 15-minute episode, that you're actually applying these ideas, and they're improving your life. All right, so I'm going to start winding down and leave you like I always leave you. Are you living in the present moment? Have you tried this yet? Monette, can't wait to see you in next week's episode 
of Mornings with Monette.